thousands of people are queuing, uh, hoping to ex- uh, express their uh, democratic right here. Thousands of them, it's very, very cold. It's about uh, 20 degrees here. Uh, very cold for Nairobi. We're used to 27 degrees. So people are in heavy jackets, but very patient in long queues across this area. Sarah, we understand people were queuing overnight. So does that signal a great deal of excitement and anticipation of this particular election? Yes, indeed. Some of the people we've spoken to came here at 3 a.m. Some of them queued overnight. Remember, polls were only opening at 6, so the people who actually slept in the queue. It's excitement, it's anxiety, and also because the, the every vote counts, Sakina. It's a hotly uh, contested race between uh, former Prime Minister Raila Odinga, who is the opposition presidential candidate, and President Uhuru Kenyatta, the incumbent, who is seeking a second term. Opinion polls have put them neck to neck. Uh, Odinga sometimes at 47. Kenyatta at 46, sometimes Kenyatta ahead with about 47, Odinga at 43. So uh, one thing is that that also indicates that none of them are from those opinion polls can take it on a first round because for a first round win, you need 50% of the total votes cast. So clearly uh, every vote counts and that's why thousands of people have come out. There's also excitement because 5.2 million uh, people who have been registered to vote out of the 19.6 million are voting for the first time. Oh, that's an interesting one. Are those uh, young people in the main? Yes, there are young people um, who are voting for the first time. Uh, we also have uh, 65% of the 19.6 million voters uh, being very, very young people, uh, 35 years and, uh, and younger. Uh, this election will actually be, de- be decided by a young population. Indeed, even among the presidential, among the candidates, we have a lot of uh, young candidates, first entrants, so a young election, so to speak. Sarah, how true are the reports that uh, uh, more of a quarter than the voting stations didn't have sufficient uh, mobile network or uh, were not sufficiently prepared to kick off the election this morning? Well, uh, what we know is that the Electoral Commission has said that uh, out of the 40,883 polling stations, at least 11,000 of them uh, do not have sufficient network, not for people not to be able to vote, but for transmission of results, because results are now transmitted electronically. So they're saying once uh, the, the ballots have been counted and the tally has been done, the presiding officers together with the political party agents will move together to a place where there is network to be able to transmit those results. Of course, that bringing a lot of suspicion mm. among uh, those people who feel maybe this may be a way of rigging the poll because it is very, uh, this time, tight locked. Many uh, uh, reforms have been done to ensure that there is no ballot passing, there is no fraud. So now people think like this could be used as a ploy uh, to rig the ballot. How have uh, the candidates, the opposition candidates in particular, responded to this? Well, initially they had complaints uh, indicating that they are, they are fearful that this may be one way of rigging the polls, but they have accepted that indeed if the presiding officers will move with the political party agents uh, to transmit the results, then they say they are fine with it. Uh, what they have been having a problem with is, is the register indicating that they are still fearful that dead people may actually rise to vote today. Sarah, there have also been mention of other types of uh, electoral fraud, uh, for example, dead people voting. Um, how has that been uh, prevented? 
the Independent Elections and Boundaries Commission, that is the IEBC, uh, employed uh, a, a, an audit firm that audited the registers, and they said that they were able to expunge the lists of people who may have been double registered, uh, people who may have uh, died during the past five years and may actually have still been on the register. Um, they also published that register uh, in the local dailies. They have it on their website just so that people uh, can uh, be able to clear doubts. But in a country where political competition is very high and a very, you know, um, very dividing for the country. A lot of people still uh, do not have 100% faith in the IEBC, despite the fact that it has increased its uh, num- uh, frequency of communication. It has tried to put out everything out there uh, in the media, in the social media, on their web. Uh, the level of uh, trust is still very low, but they're, they're asking Kenyans to trust them, uh, to give them a free, fair and credible election. And of course, it's still very early on, but uh, have there been any reports of hiccups thus far? Now, this far, uh, the only hiccup you could say is that some polling stations uh, in the far-flung areas did not open on time. But uh, the thing is, uh, it's still too early to say because even a polling station opened a little late. Uh, the, the agents, together the presiding officers, the electoral officials, can decide uh, to increase the amount of time that was lost as they were preparing themselves. So far, so good across the country, we could say. And Sarah, when will uh, the, uh, the uh, results be announced? The results will be announced immediately they are out and the final tally is out. However, uh, the commission has up to seven days within which legally it can announce the results. Now, with a new technology where uh, people can be able to see as the results come in because transmission will be done electronically, they're saying within the next 48 hours we should have an idea of who is winning. Thank you so much. That was our East Africa correspondent, Sarah Kimani, on the line to us uh, from uh, Nairobi in uh, the suburb of Kibera. And uh, as she says, it's all systems go. And hopefully within 48 hours, we will know how Kenyans have voted.